And now, on Prophetic Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here, Prophetic Faith. I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, pastor of Excelling Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia. Tonight we're going into Volume 5, Part 2 of the Inner Image. We've been dealing with this, the Law of Reflection. So many people ask me so many times, I've heard this over and over and over. They say, Pastor Robbie, I, you know, I really want circumstances to change. I just need things to move. I need things to happen in my life. How do I do that? And I tell them the same answer every single time. It's the image that you produce in here. And that's when they stop me and say, oh, no, wait, you didn't hear me right. I want things to change out here. I want new circumstances, new conditions in my life. Well, this is something that you have to know and understand is that things do not change out here until your image of that you see yourself, that you see God, and everything else on the inside. So let's get into this message. We're dealing with the inner image, and it's really going to help you. I'll see you at the end of the program. What does that mean? Simply put, it means that it's going to cause you to, to talk differently. In other words, when you start living by faith and you start standing on the Word, you can't keep talking the way you have been. You can't, you know, you can't keep saying, nothing's ever going to work out and I don't know what to do, I'm about to lose my mind and all this other stuff. No, it orders your conversations. <clears throat> See, when Jairus went to Jesus and his daughter was at the brink of death, how many remembers that story? She was getting ready to die. She was going to die any minute. Jairus comes to him and says, if you touch her, she will be made whole. She will live. And that's the last thing that he said. Okay, what about it? Here's what's about it. Right after he makes that confession, here comes another woman, and she touches him. She touches the hem of his garment. How many remembers the woman with the issue of blood? All right, and then a messenger comes from Jairus' house and says, Don't trouble Jesus anymore. Your daughter is dead. What do you do then? It would have been easy for Jairus to change his confession. Come on, somebody. It would, have been, it would have been easy for him to start speaking hope or hopelessness and tragedy and death and all this other stuff. But he never said another word. Why? Because that law of faith, faith to faith, guess what? Jesus said to him, he said, fear not, only believe. What was going on? Watch this, watch this. Y'all ready? God was speaking. It was reflecting back off of him. Are y'all seeing what I'm saying? 
See, when you start living by faith, when you have the law of faith in motion in your life, people's going to tell that you start talking differently. You want to know why? Because every word that God says, because now you're turned to, towards God, every word that He says begins to bounce off of you. What does that mean? You begin to say what God says. You begin to speak like God. People, were, people was amazed by the words that Jesus spoke. But you know what Jesus said? He said, the words that I say is what my Father has said. I do what my Father does, and I say what my Father says. What is that? Faith to faith. Everything that I see the Father do, it's reflecting on me, and it's causing me to do it. Everything that I hear Him say, it's causing me to say the same thing. You see, it orders your conversations. Because the power of death and life is where? It's in the tongue. <laughs> All right, so when the law of faith is put into motion, your conversations are ordered by the Lord because you're turned towards Him, so you begin to speak and reciprocate what He's saying. So picture this. God is saying a word, He's given a word to you, and you speak it back to Him. He's speaking it back to you, and you speak it back to Him. So there's a cycle going on. Are y'all listening to me? There's a cycle that's taking place. And I'm here to tell you today that the enemy cannot come in and break that cycle. The only way that he can break that cycle is if you stop saying what God says. Now watch this. The only way you stop saying what God says is when you turn away. Amen. See, watch this. When, when you're turned to sort, when you don't have a flat plane, when that sound wave hits off of that, it breaks the sound waves and it goes every which way. How many can say and be real with me that your conversations have went every which way? One minute you're talking about hope and the next minute you're talking about you don't know how you're going to make it. Come on. One minute you say, I know God's going to make a way. And then the next minute you say, I don't see no way. It's because you've turned yourself away from God. So when He speaks, it can't reflect back to Him. Are y'all seeing this now? But when I'm turned directly to God, when I'm setting my face before Him as a flint, as Isaiah said, when I'm directly in tune with Him, the moment that God speaks to me, I'm, it's reflecting off of me and I'm saying the same thing. And it's going back and forth. Now, why is that so significant of it going back and forth? Watch this. It's going from heaven to earth. Heaven to earth. How many knows that you need what's been done in heaven on the earth? Come on, somebody. It does you no good if it just stays in heaven. Now, I know we like, I know that people have been brought up in church. You've heard all your life of what's waiting ahead of you one day. One day you're going to go to Beulah Land. One day you're going to be in heaven. Well, guess what, church? You still got to live a whole life here. Let me tell you something. I'm so thankful for what God has prepared for me on the other side. But He did not stop right there. He has made sure that I can live a life more abundantly here also. Can somebody give the Lord some praise in this house? Because He knows you've got to live here and now. He knows that you need a breakthrough now. And He's covered that. 
2 Corinthians 4.13, look at what this says. It says, we have in the same spirit of faith. As whom? As God. As anybody else who's walking by faith. According as it is written, I believe and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore what? Somebody say faith to faith. So when the law of faith is put into motion in our life, it's the law of reflection. So as God speaks, we speak back to Him. Constantly going back and forth. Now why do we need that to happen? I mentioned it earlier. Heaven to earth. Earth to heaven. Alright, watch this. Do you know you and God are an unbeatable team? I talked about a partnership earlier. Listen to what I'm saying. Do you understand that you and God are an unbeatable team? Oh, bless God, I don't feel that way. That's because you didn't know this word. Listen to this. God needs you like you need Him. Now, I know we've been... Listen, how many people have told you that God doesn't need you? He can kick you to the curb at any time and be just fine. How many has ever heard that? Don't that make you feel lovely? But that's not the case. Are you still living today? Are you still breathing? Did, how many in here are saved this morning? God has saved you. Guess what? That means that God chose you. Why would He choose me if He doesn't need me? Come on, somebody. All right, so watch this. God needs you. Why? Because God's in heaven, right? And He's wanting to do things on the earth. You are on the earth, and you want to do some stuff in the heavenlies, amen? Because all of your stuff is, is in the kingdom. It's in the spiritual realm, and you need to pull it forth here. All right, so watch this. So, as me, stand up here, Crockett. You stand that way. I'm going to let you be God this time. Usually I make you the devil or something like that. All right, so I'm me, in case you didn't know. I'm me. And he's God. Now watch this. So I'm turned towards him. Faith to faith. God is speaking to me. He's speaking words to me. Words to me. And guess what I'm doing? Because of the law of reflection, because I'm turned towards him, whatever he speaks to me has to go back to where? Him. So I'm speaking back to God what he said. I'm thanking him. I'm praying. Lord, I'm thanking you that you've healed me. All right, say that God has said, I'm going to heal your body, right? I'm going to reverse the report that the doctor gave you. So what does that do? That word comes to me, it bounces off of me and goes back to him. How? By form of praise. I'm thanking him. God, thank you for healing my body. I thank you for reversing the report. You see what I'm saying? It's bouncing back off. Now, if I start to turn this way, I'm not going to be thanking God for a good report. and I'm not going to be thanking God for healing my body, but I'm going to talk about how bad I'm feeling and how everything's getting worse and all this other stuff. You see what I'm saying? But when I turn back to Him, there's them rays coming back, them waves bouncing back and forth. All right, so watch this. So God... Needs to get that healing where? Here, amen? How many knows you need healed where? Not just in heaven. 
How many can say, I need some healing now, right now? Okay, so watch this. So God needs to get that here. And I need to get what's there over to here. So what do I do? So watch this. The same spirit of faith causes me to say what I believe. All right, so as long as I'm turned towards God and I'm keeping my focus on Him, I'm saying what I believe, and what I believe is what God said. All right, so watch this. As I'm speaking what God said, God is giving my words power over here in the spirit realm. How many knows that's where the enemy's working is in the spirit realm? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against powers and principalities, amen? So as I'm speaking what God says, as I'm putting the law of reflection into motion, God has given my words power in the spirit realm. That's what I want, right? Because all my stuff is where? In the spirit realm, right? Okay. Now, also watch this though. As I'm speaking what God said, watch this. I'm giving God's words power in the physical realm. I'm giving His word. I'm giving His word power to come into my life. How many knows now the law of attraction, which really works by faith, you've got to invite what you want, right? We learned about this. If you don't invite what you want, it's not going to come forth into your life. Okay, how can I get the things of God to come in my life when I'm constantly speaking against them? You can't. So no matter how bad, watch this, no matter how much that God wants to bring healing in my life, He can't do it as long as I'm not reciprocating back what He said. Because what happens? I'm breaking that cycle. Oh, the enemy doesn't want you to say what God says. Oh, no, 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 no. No, he wants you to talk about how bad it is. He wants you to talk about how terrible everything's going. That's what he wants you to do. Because as long as you're doing that, you're breaking that cycle. Amen? Now, we learned this uh, several weeks ago that Satan has no power in that spiritual realm. He's got power in the physical, in the natural, right? So he needs you to make his words powerful in the spirit. That's why he's constantly trying to get you to say what he says. Do you see that now? You, you can sit down now. All right. So he speaks, you speak. That's the law of reflection. All right. So the enemy cannot break that cycle as long as you are continually saying what God said. Somebody say amen. All right, now Romans 4, 16. Romans 4, 16. We're going to start at verse 16 and go to verse 21. Let's read. It says, Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end of the promise might be sure to all of the seed, not only to that which is of the law, but to that which is also of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Before him who he believed, even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. Why do we speak of things that we do not have in the natural? Because that's the only way you get them into the natural. Amen? 
We do what God does. All right, verse 18, look at this. Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall your seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. How do you know your faith is perfected? When you can now come to the place where you're just thanking God that it's done. Alright, verse 21. And being fully persuaded that he who had promised was able to perform. Okay, now watch this. At the point of no hope. We're not talking about what we're not talking about at a point where there was ah, there's a slight chance that this could happen or this or that. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a situation now that is beyond hope in the natural. That is beyond there's a chance. This is when Abraham was putting the law of faith in motion. Now, the King James, go back to verse uh, go back to verse 19 for me, Dave. Now look at the King James. The King James says he considered not his own body and Sarah's body and the situation, all this other stuff. But guess what? I've got news for you. The original text, the Greek, does not say that. Woo, this gets me excited. Why? Because the original text reads like this. Abraham considered his body dead. He considered Sarah's body dead. He considered the hopelessness of the situation. He considered how impossible it was, and he still believed God anyway. Somebody say amen on that. Now how in this world could he do that? An inner image. Say that with me. An inner image. How could a man come to the point where it's all hope is lost, no chance, no way, no how, even he considered all the impossibilities and said, you know what, I believe I'll just believe God anyhow. How could he do that? Because the law of faith produced an inner image in him. He was turned to God. And as the light of God was shining forth on him, he was reflecting that light. As God was speaking to him the promises, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. You're going to be blessed. All the nations of the world are going to be blessed by you. Guess what was happening? That uh, God's words were coming to Abraham, and Abraham was speaking them back to God. All of this was constantly going on in the middle of hopelessness. Somebody needs to hear me today. In the middle of the impossible, all of this, the law of faith was still working and in motion. You, if you don't think that God has a sense of humor, listen to this. God said, I'm going to change your name. You will no longer be Abram, but you will be Abraham. You got to get that. Ha sound. You will be Abraham. How many knows what what the word Abraham means? Father of many nations. Now, watch this. In that culture and in that time, your name meant everything. They didn't just name you when you came out of the womb. They didn't just name you for the fun of it. No, they named you according to purpose, according to something that they had been through. It was significant. It was important. So watch this. 
God made Abraham go around to everybody he met and said, hey, how are you? You know, how you doing? I'm Abraham. I'm the father of many nations when he had zero kids. Now, come on, that's kind of laughable. Hey, how you doing? I'm the father of many kids. I don't see any. Oh, that, God said that's my name. I'm the father of many kids. You know, I've, I've fathered many children. See, God, watch this. God commands you to speak as though you already have it. You're not going to be blessed. You're already blessed. Come on, somebody, talk to me. You're not going to be healed. You're already healed. You're not going to be delivered. You're already set free. Mm. So he done this by an inner image. So watch this. As, as the light of God and the sound of God was reflecting off of him, it started to produce an image. What do I mean? That even though he was considering the impossibles and, and all the hardships and all this going on around him, watch this, he was seeing something on the inside of him. He was seeing his body alive. He was seeing Sarah's body alive. He was seeing him having many children. Are you listening to what I'm saying? See, some of you, you got to build that inner image. You've got to see yourself at your destination in the middle of what it looks like. There's no way you're ever going to reach that. Can somebody say amen? You've got to see yourself blessed before you ever see it. Any results in the natural. You've got to see yourself at the place that God told you when it looks like there's no way. Somebody say inner image. Steve, come on up and play the piano. He's seen himself as the father of many nations when in the natural he had no children. Hmm. All right, because of this, because of this law, it was causing the light of God to reflect off of him. It was causing God's words to resonate in the natural realm. So I'm saying all that to say this. The situations could not stay the way that they were. Impossible. Praise God. If you want circumstances to change in your life, and I'm sure if you're watching this right now, that's exactly what you want. You want new conditions in your life. We all do, right? Always striving for better in our life. The only way to do that is to tap into the law of faith, which is the law of reflection, right? Light reflects off of light. Sound bounces off the same direction. It comes back from where it was turned. So simply put on this, when we are turned towards God, we will begin to look like God. His glory, His light will shine off of us. When we are turned towards God, the sound, the, the words that God is speaking are going to bounce off of us, right? And what are we going to do? We're going to say the same thing that God is saying. When you put those two things in effect, I'm telling you right now, circumstances will begin to change. Mountains will begin to move in your life. Problems and circumstances will begin to shift when you put this law into motion. Again, I need to ask you this. How much does the law work? When it's put into motion, 
It works every single time. I'm going to pray for you right now. Whatever need that you have, know that all of your needs have been met already through Christ Jesus. All you have to do is tap into it. You're not going to be healed. He's already healed you. He's already delivered you. He's already blessed you. You say, well, I sure don't see it. Because you have to tap into that finished work. Amen? So let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we tap into the finished work that Jesus did. when he, Right before He died on the cross, He said, It is finished. Everything we could ever need, our desire in this life, it's already been provided for. So Father, we tap into it right now. The kingdom of God is not around us, but it's in us. And Lord, I thank you for health that's coming forth for your people. I thank you for prosperity. You've got kingdom assignments, kingdom agendas that need to be funded. Father, you're raising up people right now that's going to fund these things. And I praise you for it. Lord, we thank you for turnaround in marriages and relationships. We thank you for uh, loved ones and friends being saved right now. Father, we're putting this law into motion. We are turning ourselves and positioning ourselves towards you. And Father, we thank you that your light is shining off of us. And we thank you, Father, that we now have your words in our mouth. So therefore, just as Jesus said, we thank you for it now that we have what we say. We give you all the praise for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Faith Partners, thank you so much for your continued support of this ministry, for your financial giving, and also for your prayers. You help us get this gospel out. You help us through many different avenues to get these messages out to people so that they can hear it. People listen to these programs all over the world. We know that because we have the stats to show it. This gospel is getting out. This message is getting out, and people's lives are being changed. And guess what? You are just as much as part of that as me preaching these messages. So thank you again. And to all those who write us, come in contact with this ministry. Thank you for that. We value that and we want you to keep doing that. If you need prayer, we want you to continue to come in contact with us. If you, if you have a word of encouragement, hey, these, these messages have blessed us. They have helped me so much. We want to hear from you because that helps us know that we are doing what we are called to do. So until then, keep walking by faith. We'll see you right here. Don't give up. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at accelerantfaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at accelerantfaith.org as well. command the lame to walk. Yes, no.
We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. 